with Cole Swindell. It's 98.5 The Bull, 6.40 on the clock. It's Ty Daniel Amber. You're so excited, Amber, to tell this story. <laughs> she didn't even say good morning to me. She just got right into the story when we first got into the studio. So, <laughs> You're Amber, lucky I didn't text you both yesterday. The forum is yours. <laughs> so we talked about this, uh, I don't know, about a month ago now, about how I have had, um, I have a bucket list of things I want to do. And some of them, um, some things on my bucket list are tiny. Some things are huge, like traveling to places around the world, whatever. One of the things on my list is a Brazilian. Everyone I know has has every girl I know has gone to get waxed and I've never done it and I want to know what it's like I finally did it yesterday I finally woke up and I was like I'm strong today I can do this is it because um it's painful yeah waxing is not fun okay so I read all of these reviews for about the last month I've been reading reviews and there was one name that kept popping up all around Tulsa and so I went to her her name's Heather walk in She's like, here's the table. I get all situated. She goes, oh, hey, you know, what do you do for a living? I was like, oh, you know, I, I work in radio. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I know you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she spends the next, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, however long it takes, talking about you guys. Well, you're getting waxed. It was great. Wow. <laughs> so Daniel, who's very uncomfortable by this entire conversation, um, I had asked him if he wanted to go hold my hand, and he was like, absolutely not. That's not going to happen. But, Daniel, you were distracting me in spirit, and you okay, didn't even okay. know it. That's good. I'm glad you got that done. <laughs> glad we're going to talk about it. I don't know why this makes you so uncomfortable. Oh, I enjoy hearing about your uh, public hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, and now, now uh, just like technically like radio speak, how can Tig and I then respond to your waxing story? How can two men now join in on the conversation about your You're doing a great job of encounter. it right now. No, You're tell t- me, because I don't know. Are you being serious right now? No, I'm just saying, how do we, like, what can we? Well, I could do, I could try something. Go, oh, yeah, try. I had <laughs> not, not exactly your experience, but I had a similar experience where I was exposed to a stranger in a doctor's office. And I, I was, I'm not going to get into the details, but. No, please do. <laughs> Let's hear about everybody's everything this morning. What ha- what We're are we all in family. For? What's the big deal? They thought I had like uh, what do they call it? The crystals in your the kidney stones. Okay. They, they thought that's what it was, but in order to find that out, they had to to go down there. Yeah. And but my doctor was like ninety years old, and I and you know some old man, which I felt completely comfortable with, and uh, but I forgot that they would send like a nurse in before to get everything ready, so there I am. Just like naked and afraid naked. <laughs> and uh, and then she looks at me and goes, which one are you, Tiger Daniel? <gasps> and I, I didn't know what to say at that moment. Like, if that makes any sense. You, you say that you're Tiger. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you say that you're Tiger. So, I'm going to be represented by you. And I'm like, oh, my God. Now this person knows. And I know they signed that Hippocratic Oath or whatever. Of course. But you can't tell me that she didn't go home. And tell people who she saw naked. Well, let's be honest. I'm sitting right here on the radio telling it to anyone listening, so I don't really care. Heather was great. It was not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. In fact, it was over pretty quickly. So you're happy with the... Uh, I'm happy I did it. I, I get to say I did it. Yeah, I faced a fear. It was a real legitimate fear that I think a lot of women have. And I finally went and did it, and it wasn't anywhere near what I thought it was going to be. So, all right. So powerful words. <laughs> 
from Amber for other ladies that are considering this. It wasn't quite as bad. I know I'm not the only one, so yeah, it wasn't bad at all. She faced her fears. Inspiration. I just but don't know what to say. It's a heart. It's a heartwarming <laughs> Tiger Daniel show. Yeah. We're inspiring the masses. I love that Daniel just, this is the <laughs> only time he ever gets speechless. I know, he won't speak. What could I possibly say? <laughs> For real. What about, you could say, you're welcome. Do you find the female form not flattering? Yeah, sure. What? Yeah, it's flattering. <laughs> Look how, he can't even speak. Uh, uh, <laughs> now you say something then. Like I said, it's hard. Yeah, like, what, share, are, what are guys supposed to say when a lady's like, yeah, I got experience. I shared a story that was uh, somewhat similar. Not really. You know, yeah. they, they you had a medical procedure. You're naked. Got a, uh... You're naked, and somebody who listens to the show has seen you naked. That that was sort of my connection. Yeah. So shut up. I'll teach you how to do radio after the Thank show. Thank you. Please do. Okay. <laughs> I just don't know what to say. <laughs> the wax be... is good. The wax is great. Yeah. I used it, to be. Heather your boss. was fantastic. Any Instagram posts? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I tried. They took it down. Yeah. <laughs> you have to click that thing that says "Are you sure?" and it's blurry at first. <laughs> <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty, Daniel, Amber Glaze. Good morning, Daniel. Oh, finally, uh, Amber has uh, checked something off of her bucket list, and she's been very excited. Uh, Hoodal is joining us. Good morning. From Big Country 99.5. What's that? What's the are you big about, news? Are you excited about the big news? I'm sorry. Yeah, what's the big news here? There making a big deal out of this. Daniel is so whoa, uncomfortable. Whoa, whoa. You're making the big deal. You're the one who came in. The first thing <laughs> you, you getting, said was... Are you getting married or something or what? No, goodness, okay. no. That's not on my bucket list. Yeah. I've been there and done that, <laughs> okay. Um, No, you're... You have a wife, so this is probably not going to be any news to you. Um, I decided I was... I finally wanted to know what a Brazilian wax was like. And so... <laughs> His mouth just dropped. Goes, yeah. oh, what is a Brazilian wax, honey? It's I mean, a bikini wax. Oh, do you get it done in certain shapes or what? I mean, you can. You can get a hard shape or whatever. What's going on here? But I, I didn't do that. And the girl that I went to actually is a fan of the show, and she was super, super sweet and did a very great job. And I just, I was telling the boys because when I got into like the doctor's office or whatever yeah. where I was having it done. She goes, oh, I know you. I was telling her what I do. She's like, I know you. I listen to your show. Like, I just called your show two days ago when you guys were talking about the whole car thing. And so then we spent the next 20 minutes talking about Tig and Daniel. And then Brazilian wax. Uh-huh. What shape did you get? I thought that he would be like awkward and not, not, not know <laughs> what to say. It he's like immediately, you, yeah, way worse. <laughs> he's making it worse for you. I thought you would be like embarrassed, but he's like, no. <laughs> no, I just. He got really. He got really serious. He goes, "What loud. shape?" Daniel, oh my God. Daniel is so red right now. Yeah, he, he is. He's very it. red. Guys, and now why are you making not even so weird? I was trying to put Hoodal on the spot, and he's. Making me embarrassed. You gotta remember, I used to live in Florida, so lots of oh, waxing yes. like that went on. So, have you ever been waxed? Uh, who no, knows? no. Personally, I've not. Why? No. Well, why would I need to? Well, I don't know. I don't but need the shapes, like I guess Amber. Does. I think you're you getting, can get waxed elsewhere. I think he's confused about Brazilian. There are no shapes. They, you just take it. Oh yeah, start afresh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so you're bald. <laughs> I, I'm so. <laughs> I'm never embarrassed. Well, I'm, I'm so red right now. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I gotta oh. go. I can't do I'm it. I'm sorry. Go. I just, that's what, is that Gosh. what you meant? Or? Yeah. 
That's okay. that's accurate. I love that we brought someone in who is just as weird as I am, and now you guys. No, I thought that he would be like, oh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> like a million this questions. This backfired like, on you so well, like bad. Well, I just said, you know. I'd... He's like Barbara Walters. He's got a hundred <laughs> questions. <laughs> Well, do you, how do you feel? Uh, That's the question. I feel great. You I feel got, freer? I, yeah, kind of a changed woman, quite frankly. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, there's... Ty, the, did you want to weigh in here? <laughs> Please say something, Ty. No, Maybe just hit a button so we can stop talking. Or, something or what? The, the show this morning, the new schedule is we stop at 7 and we go home. <laughs> oh, and uh, we're only one minute away from 7, so it's been a good show. And I hope you guys have a good morning. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I... Like I say, I kind of knew what you meant. I just didn't know if it was some shape. Yeah, let's uh, just hit that top of the hour, I think. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> uh, Daniel. Great conversation o'clock. before breakfast, isn't it? You know, <laughs> uh, and by the way, you can listen to Hoot Owl on Big Country. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't listen to Hoot Owl. <laughs> no, I won't be talking about the Brazilian No, no, no. We there. just don't want to, you know, you, you guys are already doing really well in the ratings. Have you seen our ratings? Uh, oh, real yeah. bad. Oh, really? Oh, gosh. Oh, you guys are doing pretty good. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, now that we're talking about the Brazilian wax, they just might go up. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> they couldn't get any worse. Can make a man feel rich on minimum wage. Does anybody have a good strategy for getting off a phone call without being rude? I can tell you who doesn't have a good strategy for doing that. Who's that? It's you. I know. You're That's the why world's worst at phone calls, Ty. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. I do. I don't know what it is. I have problems with phone calls. I'd rather get a text. <laughs> Every now and then, uh, you know, you end up on the phone with somebody. And I think I do a good job of trying to wrap up the conversations. I'll, I'll say things like, yeah, well, you know, that to me is an ender. And then they just keep going. And I don't know how to do this without being completely rude. You know, I have invoked the just hang up and pretend like my cell service went out. <laughs> what? That's You've like done the that? rudest I, thing you can do. I've done that before to loved ones, by the way. How about you are going to hell? Hey, I'm getting Thank another you. call. I, I got to go. I'm getting another call. Could be. Could be. But st- that's still a lie. It's a it's a little less rude than just hanging up and pretending your cell service went out. Some people don't know how to give that cue, like, hey, let's get off the phone. And some people don't know how to take that cue. Unfortunately, my mom, sometimes I'll be like, she'll call me like, uh, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm at dinner. Let me call you back later. Did you talk to your sister? <laughs> she continues. Yeah, like, she, right. this is uh, to know. Uh, so she, you don't have a great strategy either. I do. I'm an expert at getting off the phone. I, hmm. I, I employ two strategies. Okay. The first is. Well, I'll holler at you later. Okay, but what if they continue to go on? All right, let's play this out. All right. Daniel, yeah, and at work today we did this, and you need to get caught up on mm-hmm. a couple of spreadsheets that I got well, earlier. I'll holler at you later. And then we do need to talk I'll about I'll holler at you later. we got some uh, stuff we got to do for News <laughs> on 6 coming up. And if you say holla, that means that I'll holler at you later. Yeah. I'll holler at you later. Is that the way to get off the phone? That's the way. Huh. You said you had two ways. What's the other the way? The second way is the uh, once you've talked for a few minutes and you go, well, I've kept you on the phone long enough. I better let you go. Oh, that wow. was brilliant, actually. Then I put it's, it all on me. It like, puts it I'm, on you. That's I'm right. I'm burdening you. Yes. Well, I've kept you long That's enough. That's brilliant. And I want you to enjoy this beautiful day, and I've kept you long enough. And we'll talk later. But see, you just took that simple sentence and you added like three I sentences up, to that. I messed it up, didn't I? <laughs> he can't do it. I can't do can't. it. I'm so He's stupid. He's got to talk about the beautiful day and all this other stuff. Who would you say, Tig, in your life is the person that's hardest to get off the phone with? My sister. Because uh, what happens with her is she'll, it's late night when she calls and I go, oh boy, I know what this is. And I can tell she's gotten into some wine. <laughs> and then that's about impossible. <laughs> Now like, listen. it's 1.30. I got to go, well, uh, listen to this. <laughs> okay. Amber, I love to uh, 
have some drinks and sit around and you know and talk. And I was over at Tig's place once, and his sister Rachel was there. And she talked so much, I was like, I got to go. <laughs> Whoa. Like, for somebody to talk me out is something else. Yeah, you talk for a living. This lady should talk for a living. She outdid him. So I guess what I'm looking for, I do like your strategy of I've, I've kept you on the phone long enough, and uh, we'll touch base later. Something like that? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good phone ender. But do you guys listening have any good strategies? Because I, I, I feel like I need a vault. Because I could use that once or twice, but if I keep using it on the same person, they're going to catch on, right? Oh, yeah. You need you need a few in rotation like Daniel's yes, got. Yes, I need a few in my back pocket that I can use. Yeah. And we would love to hear, how do you get off the phone without coming across as rude? But just a good conversation ender. They understand. You understand. And then the phone call goes away. I don't have that talent. I can, I can barely pick up the phone, to be honest, much less end a call. So... I guess that's the kind of help we're looking for this morning. Yes. 918-879-9898. Good strategies for ending phone calls without being rude because I don't have the talent. 918-879-9898. How do you end phone calls without looking like you're a jerk? 918-879-9898. Tag Daniel, Amber Glaze. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mul... Nebraska Flats is 98.5 The Bull. Maybe you can help us this morning. We're trying to figure out good ways to get off the phone with somebody without being rude. You know, they're talking on and on and on, and you're like, all right, this is enough. How do I get? I try things like, well, all right then, and then that doesn't work because then they just continue on with whatever they were talking about, and I, I just don't have a good strategy can for Can we it. just accept, Tiger, you're just not good on the phone? I it's accept not... that. That's why I'm asking for help. <laughs> it's not everybody. Like, you have a hard time answering the phone. Even people call here. It takes a good, I'd say, five to ten seconds for you to establish a phone call. Have you seen this, Amber? Oh, I've definitely noticed it, yes. Um, like an example? Okay, Amber, <laughs> you be a caller, and I'll be Tig. Okay. This is literally how it goes every morning, and okay. I'm not even exaggerating. Ring, ring. It's the it's the bull. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Tig and Daniel, who's this? This is Amber. Charles. Amber. Regina. It's it's Amber. Hang on, let me start over here. <laughs> hey, it's the bull. Who's this? It's Amber. Charles? <laughs> is it not how it is? It's pretty accurate. <laughs> He's like we the smartest like guy seconds. I know, but he can't work the phone. It's the little things that really trip him up like this, you know? Like, uh, who, who, who invented the telephone? Alexander Graham Bell? Yes. Mm -hmm. The very first phone call that was placed was went better than when Tyke answers it <laughs> <laughs> every single morning. So that's the help. I obviously need telephone help. You, you do. Because I used to hang up like they do in the movies. You ever watch a movie and they don't say bye? They'll just say something like, I'll see you at five. Click. They don't say, I'll see you at five. All right. Yeah. Okay. Have a good day, too. And and then they hang up. I just, I just end the conversation. And people don't like that. Daniel once called me back. I don't care to be it hung said, up on. You're disrespecting me. <laughs> I need to have a buy at least. And so I had to change my ways, but I still can't figure out how to get off the phone in a non-rude way. There is uh I'm from Alabama, Amber, and there's no greater disrespect than well, first of all, being spit on. Okay. Second of all, hung up on. Third of all, don't blow your horn at me. These three really? things, yeah. For some reason in Alabama, if somebody hangs up on you, that's like a major offense. You get offended if someone blows their horn at you, too? Don't care for that either. Wow, okay. 
in the movies, they don't even say hello when they answer the phone. They go, yeah. I'm going to try that, too. Oh, please. And then I'm they just, like, you. hang up. As you called the station this morning, I'm going to start it with, yeah. So That's that better goes. than what you normally do, which is uh, confusion. <laughs> a little bit of a circus. 918-879-9898. Looking for good strategies to get off a phone call without sounding rude. Because my strategies don't work. When I say, all right, sounds good, people just don't they don't pick up on that. They continue. So that's the help we need. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. What's your name? Marco Hernandez. Marco, how do you get off the phone without seeming rude? Without seeming rude, I just I, I hit them with one of these. They'll be talking or mid-conversation or whatever. Off topic, go, huh? What was that? I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Some, somebody's talking to me. I, I, got, I got to go. I got to go. And then, boom, that's it. Oh, you gone. pretend like another conversation's gotten started in person. <laughs> yes, sir. Pretty good. That is pretty great. Pretty brilliant. Yeah. yeah. All right. Marco, <laughs> are you there, man? Yes, hey, yes sir. Uh, hold on, Marco. Uh, what's that now? Oh, Marco, I got to yes, go, sir. man. Somebody's talking to me, okay? <laughs> All right. Nailed it. I'll call you later. Bye-bye. That worked. (laughs) Pretty good. I'm proud of you. Way to take what you learn and put it immediately into action. I want to do one more. Maybe we'll get some more. All right. This is going to help everybody because there's got to be people that are just as dumb as me on a phone. Doubt it. Doubt it. (laughs) Seriously doubt it. Good morning. This is the bull. What's your name? My name's Amanda. How do you get off the phone, Amanda? I use my kids. I have three kids. And two of them are very close in age. They love to fight. So I use them as an excuse. All right. So let, why don't we do I this? Say, ex- sorry, we- the kids are getting into a fight. I have to go. Okay. So let's act this out. Let's let's have a little pleasant conversation. And then you make up your story about your kids. And then you hang up on me, okay? Sure. Okay. And your name was again? Amanda. Amanda, man, it looks like it's going to be a pretty nice day in green country. I mean, maybe some sun uh, up to mid-70s. That's not too bad, is it? Stop fighting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really have to go. The kids are getting into a fight right now. Oh. I will talk to you later. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic. from. Anybody that has a young kid, has had a young kid, you can probably relate. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Daniel, you have a younger sister. Uh, she has a very young baby. And this is their first road trip they're taking with the baby. He is nine months old. They're heading down to the beach. And uh, she sent me a, uh, a, a video of the car. Ty, this thing is uh, packed to the brim. Yes. I don't even know what the brim is, but it's packed to it. An eight-pound human. And you bring 5,000 pounds of stuff. You have to. What is the deal? They need all the things. They act like they're going to the moon because they packed everything <laughs> that they have. And I said, Amy, why don't you just, when you get down there, if you've left something, just buy it. She ha- she says, you know, have no idea how expensive this stuff is. It really is. Yeah. Like, to me, I don't even know, like, what a playpen, what does that cost? Oh. Like, 20 bucks? Oh, no. Get the heck out of here. On Marketplace, maybe. <laughs> right, like what used. Is a, what is a playpen, right? Uh, 150, something like get that, probably. You can get one for between 80 and 120, but they're going to be like, little flimsy like travel ones i mean they're not going to be so buying things while you're down there while you're down there is not an option right unless you want to go broke yeah i mean and here's the thing like when i even when i just take jade to see my sister in arkansas we got to pack food we got to pack multiple drinks we've got to pack snacks we've got to pack all this stuff plus we've got to pack overnight diapers he still needs those then we got to pack extra underwear you got to pack 12 times as many clothes for a kid, because you never know when there's going to be an accident or they're going to spill something or whatever. Why isn't there a specialized hotel for 
small children? Like where they just have all that stuff already. Because no adult would ever want to go stay there? <laughs> sure they would. No. Wouldn't you much rather go to a hotel that focused on, no, they don't have to have every room, but a few rooms that are oh, already, yes. uh, they have all the stuff. If it were a few rooms, yes. If it was the entire hotel and you knew you were going to be in a hotel with everybody else's kids all, no. Is this not a good idea, Tug? Um, like I just think it would have, have to be uh, just for people with young kids because other people wouldn't want to stay there if just, they're screaming kids all night. How about you had your whole floor, like okay. one floor? Maybe. Yeah. It's something else. But yeah. I, I basically said that moving a kid is like moving the president of the United States. <laughs> okay? It's exactly like that. Because you know when the president gets in an SUV, they have their special seat. It's the uh, passenger back seat. That's where the kids are. They have their own. It's just like moving the president. You got to bring food. What if the president gets hungry? What if your baby gets hungry? <laughs> and often you don't know what mood you're going to get. <laughs> just like the president might have had a bad meeting about a treaty. <laughs> just like your kid might not be happy in that car for a lot. You got you to prepare for all moods. Unexpected stops. What if the president sees some supporters and he wants to pull that SUV over and shake hands? Does what? that would babies want to do that sometime? Hey, well, similar. Unexpected stops. Sometimes you got to take them to the gas station. Well, and now Jade is at times. an age where he'll just make up needing to go to the bathroom when we're on a road trip just to get out of the car. Got to bring different say. outfits for the president. Yep. What if he's coming from D.C. to Florida? He needs, a, like, more beachy stuff. Just like a kid messes his onesie up. You got to have extra clothes. Yeah. You basically got to bring everything just in case. And I'll tell you this. We would load our SUV up, and then we might use half of it. Yep. But you still have to use, you have to bring everything just in case. Where do you put your stuff once you've loaded up the... Good uh, question. <laughs> we, we actually tied ropes to our bumper and just drug those. Because, I mean, there's no room in these, uh, even in an SUV that we had, it was still tough. So I, I feel for your sister. I hope that it's going to be an okay trip. And going to the beach with a baby ain't no fun either. Oh, especially that and age because the sand, the sand and, and their oh eyes God. and their mouth. It's going to yeah. be a disaster. Well, what do you mean? Kids, they're going to roll around in sand. They're going to have sandy scalps. Sand, every crack's going to have sand in it. It's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> I think I would be terrified that the baby would get sunburned. Yes. Yes, there's that, too. There is a huge thing about that. Yeah, they, Suntan lotion doesn't play around when it comes to babies. They're like SPF 1000. They, we do. And then you kind of get lazy. Like, I used to do that. I had, like, a parasol and all that stuff, and now I'm just parasol. like... You know, where it blocks the sun. An umbrella. And now we go to the beach with my five-year-old. I'm like, ah, did he put on? I don't know if he put it. Ah, whatever. You know, but when they're babies, you are like. We'll, we'll see in an hour. If he looks like a lobster, <laughs> we better put some stuff on Pretty him. much. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the. 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Jinx. Good morning, Tulsa. We are Tig Daniel, Amber Glaze. Tig Amber, I'm a little upset with you too. Um, I think it's very important every year that people take a vacation. Every year, you should take a vacation. Do you mean to sort of reset so that you can kind of freshen up and you don't get bogged down? To reset, and to have some fun, to uh, use up your vacation days at work. Yeah. To give you something to look forward to. I should You're be right. better at that. I mean, you are right 100%. Right. You, haven't, you said you hadn't been on one in like three years. No, I haven't been out of, like, I haven't gone out of town. I haven't flown anywhere on vacation or done or driven to the beach or anything like that in, yeah, three years. I mean, since before Jade was born. My uh, papa worked at a cotton mill, made like $8 an hour when he retired. So they didn't have, like, a huge amount of money. But every year, 
they went to the Great Smoky Mountains, mostly because cigarettes were cheaper up there. <laughs> but every year they would go and like take a vacation without fail. Right. And you, you, you guys don't do that. I don't understand. I, I did. I used to do this. I used to vacation a lot. And then, you know, single motherhood and full-time work and all that. I mean, I just, I don't get to vacation as much as I'd like to. There's really no excuse in not taking a vacation because it's good for you, right? It is. Tyga, you, you, you and your wife don't pack up the kid and... Well, yeah, sometimes, but nothing too big lately. Uh, it is harder with a don't kid. Don't say lately. I mean, what do you mean lately? Where, where did you go last year on vacation? We didn't. The pandemic ruined everything. Um, we've had some pretty good vacations, though, like a fifth-year anniversary type thing. Where did you go? We, we went to an island. Just Ooh. an island? Yeah. Doug's like, I never go on uh, vacation except to an island. Jamaica was, yeah. I don't remember y'all going to Jamaica. That was your honeymoon. Nope, that wasn't our honeymoon. That was our five-year and yes, I guess we're not very good. I'm I'm like the dumb guy, who you, they give you vacation days at work, and then I don't burn them up like they're always left over or something, right? I Why do end I up do using my vacation days, but I end up just using them because oh, I've got them and I better use them, and then I don't do anything with them. But sometimes it's nice just to take a day off and do nothing, because I'll be honest, vacation is sometimes more stressful to me than actually just keeping the routine up. Because, you know, if you're going on tours and, uh, you know, I hate that stuff. Then um, why are you booking them on your vacation? Because, you know, when you're married, there's a whole other person that also decides where you're going to go on vacation. And I am going to the beach this summer, so I don't know what Daniel's talking about. Tyke's going to the beach. <laughs> it's the memorial service for his dad because they couldn't have a funeral during COVID. Yeah. His dad passed away from COVID. Wait, you're calling that your vacation? Yeah, well, he's like, we'll have the memorial service, then we'll go to the beach. Like, that's not going to be a fun... Yes, it will. It'll be fine. Listen, he lived at the beach, so when we go home for the funeral, um, you know, the funeral takes... That's like an hour, you know, one afternoon, and then we're going to stay like five more days than that and enjoy the beach. What's the problem with that? I think it's smart because it's only this one trip. This doesn't sound like a very fun vacation. It's going to be like, fine. Yeah, we're like, we're just going to scatter the ashes and then do a conga line away from it. <laughs> it's oh my God. You're not going to be able to enjoy yourself. <laughs> I'll be able to enjoy myself. I think it's a great way to to go to a funeral and then relax a little bit after that. I, I don't know. Is I, that I'm the plan, for... though? You you guys will scatter ashes or what? what no, is they the... he's decided that he wanted them put into like at the church. They have what kind of looks like, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but it's like it looks like a post office box wall, uh-huh. and it's about the size of you could put a shoebox in it. Oh, the mausoleum. Yeah, and so and all his buddies are in there. And they just close the box and they put a name on it, and then that's where he'll rest. Can I ask a terrible question? Go in a hundred years, yes. Eventually, you're gonna have to start rotating these ashes, right? Because there's only just... so much space in the mausoleum. Eventually, they're well, gonna have to like move this around. In a right? hundred years, you would expect the church to either have additions. They'll figure it out. I'm not. I'm not worried about. It. It's like a cemetery. You can't say like they're gonna start removing people from a cemetery to rotate fresh people in. Like they're just gonna stay. But yeah. you do agree there is only a certain amount of... Yeah, and then maybe once they run out, those, there no more people can be in that mausoleum. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, they're not going to call us and be like, um, we got to take Dad out. Well, they wouldn't call you. They would call, like, your great-great-great-great-great-grandson. Like, hey, well, you know, just to let yeah, you know. Let you know uh, <laughs> what would you do if the if the mausoleum called you, Tiger, and said, hey, you're... Uh, your great-great-great-great-granddad, Jebediah Rogers. Yeah. We're going to have to, you know, move, move him out. Him? Is that okay with you? I'd be like, how much? What do you mean how much? Well, they got to pay for it, right? They got to pay me for the right to move it out. That's our plot. We that's pay a, for that's it. That's the first thing you think of is not respecting your <laughs> ancestors. How much? Like
to the mid-70s. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty, Daniel, Amber, Glaze. And one thing Daniel and I are adjusting to is the weather. And I remember we talked to Chief Meteorologist Travis Meyer from News on 6 about this. Now, to give you an idea of Daniel's lineage and where some of his genes might come from and why he acts the way he does on the radio station, he's got, is it an uncle that knows how to stop tornadoes? Yes, my Uncle Calvin, yes. Uncle Calvin. He doesn't understand why tornadoes are a big problem. And since we do live in Tornado Alley, I wonder if Dana would invoke this idea his Uncle Calvin has. But, uh, and this is a true story. This is someone related to Daniel. Same, same uh, pedigree. <laughs> yeah. This is where your thinking comes from. This line of succession. And uh, your Uncle Calvin says, what's the big deal about a tornado? Because you can stop a tornado. Amber, he's dead serious about this. How? How do you stop a tornado? It's simple. My Uncle Calvin says that if when you see a tornado, you know, when the tornado uh, touches the ground, there's a, you know, it's a funnel shape, right? Yes. So what you do is you throw a heavy quilt right into the base of it, and that will snuff out the tornado. It'll this disrupt. Guy's, this guy's dead serious. Yeah, he's not kidding. His idea is that it will disrupt the airflow of the tornado thus dissipating the tight spiral it's in, and then it will just go back into the clouds and go away. If you have a heavy quilt, can't be like an Afghan. Yeah, it's got to be heavy. <laughs> yes. Nothing crocheted here. Yeah. Can't be a sheet. Heavy quilt. And, I mean, and, this uh, guy has said this more than once. Like, so I it, think he's trying to get a patent for, you know, a quilt in order to stop tornadoes. I mean, it, surely it's got to be a weighted quilt. I mean, you because, I mean, if a tornado can pick up a cow... Mm-hmm. then probably quilt's not going to... You're getting confused. You have to throw it at the very base. Okay. You can't just be near it. You know, like, it makes like a little cone, and right there at the bottom of that cone... That's where you throw the quilt. Right there, where it meets the ground, you run up to it and you toss the quilt. Not up into the big part. So right. as the tornado be, is yeah. just sitting there patiently waiting for you. Yes, or if you see it coming, you can kind of anticipate its movement. I mean, and get to I've, a good spot. I've heard him with a straight face tell people this about four to five times. You're kidding me. Yes, he's dead serious. Travis Meyer. I mean, he would tell everybody this. Uh, he needs to know about this. Yeah, does anybody let Travis know? We need to email Travis. Uncle say, Calvin Uncle swore Calvin by says. it. He swore by it right up until he was tragically killed by a tornado. <laughs> Daniel. No, unfortunately, still alive. Whoa! <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was terrible. Uh, I don't think Chief Meteorologist Travis Meyer is going to agree with the fact that you can just throw a blanket well, at the bottom. I'm going to of- let him know. Okay. Just in case he hadn't thought of it yet. Uncle don't Calvin tell him, says, because I've seen the way News on 6 handles weather. If there's a tornado... They send many reporters out like, to follow the oh, tornado. Yeah, they do. They I want to go on one seriously. of these trips. You keep saying that, but you're mistaken. I'm not mistaken. It's another bucket list item for me. I've always wanted to go on a storm chasing adventure. Well, Ty, you would do it, wouldn't you? No. No, I get very scared of weather. We leave that to the professionals. That's right. Yeah, the professionals will be driving. I'll be Travis buckled Meyer in the back seat. And his team. That's who I trust. So we know. Uncle Calvin's brain may not be all there. How, how's his smile and teeth? Also not all there. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to go see my dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougal. Listen, you need to get back to the dentist. Maybe you haven't been going because of COVID. Uh, it's time to go back. It's time to get your teeth taken care of. Uh, once you get everything settled, like, you know, if you have cavities and things like that, then you can go and look at, like, bleaching your teeth or cosmetic dentistry. Ty? 
Don't, don't say <laughs> don't say cosmetic dentistry, then say tie. I'm just saying if your grill is all jacked up, Dr. Hugh McDougall, they do uh, the you know this, the medical stuff, also the cosmetic stuff, mm-hmm. tie. Hmm? Also <laughs> cosmetic. Got it. If your teeth are, are all messed up, yeah. So, are your teeth cold this morning, Doug? They're getting cold. Are your teeth cold? I don't think so. Why do you have those yellow blankets on them? <gasps> wow. Ouch. Doctor Ouch. All, also offers tooth whitening. <laughs> teeth whitening. Or if you're from my home state of Alabama, one tooth whitening. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, man, I'm really digging myself a hole here. Anyway, that's uh, Dr. Hugh McDougall. Going to be relaxed over there pain-free. Just Google McDougall. Just Google McDougall. Yeah. Right. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the mo- From Darius Rucker, 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country, Tyg Daniel, Amber Glaze. This happened. Scammers out and about. And uh, it happened to somebody in Tulsa, so look out for this if you've known anybody. I guess the government now has said that if you know somebody that was lost to COVID-19 um, and you didn't have the money for the funeral or you need some expenses paid, up to $9,000 the government can give you to pay for the funeral. But, of course, scammers go, wow, $9,000, that sounds like a pretty good deal. And um, and a lady here in Tulsa, you know, one of the worst, worst moments of her life, you start getting phone calls, you're already sort of like in a fog, I imagine. And uh, somebody says, listen... You know how the government operates. You, you could get up to 9000 bucks, but what if we put you to the head of the line? And if you, you know, sign with me, give me your social security number and all that kind of stuff, I'll get you to the head of the line, and then they just take the money. And so they're preying on people that are at some of their worst moments in life. Yes. Not making clear decisions. Uh, a, a lot of cases probably already elderly because we know that elderly affects or COVID affects the elderly more. And they're basically saying, watch out for that. And that they will never call you and ask you for that information. They're not going to send you a Facebook message saying yeah. the government <laughs> won't legitimately, you know, say, oh, well, you know, we're, we're going to help you out. Or a text message where you have to reply with, you know, right. uh, yeah, so that's you, never going to happen. You got those family members that might be going through something like this and they've got these kinds of questions for you. Just kind of know going in that it might be something nefarious. Did you guys see about this man who was arrested at JFK? Uh, inter- international airport with 35 finches smuggled in his clothing. Live finches smothered in, like, his clothing, and he had them in, like, hair rollers, those foam hair rollers, and then had netting around it, and they were inside his jacket. So he's arrested, obviously, uh, for illegal smuggling of live animals, and... When asked why he had so many finches, he said, well, here's the thing. These kinds of birds are entered into uh, these singing contests in Brooklyn and Queens where people wager on it. And if mine wins, I get $10,000. Oh, so he had some incentive to try to smuggle. There's an underground bird singing gambling ring in Brooklyn and Queens. What is happening? They ought to just let him go. I mean, he got it all the way from another country. Got to the finish line. They ought to just be like, ah, I'll just pretend like and I didn't see that. And who's to say those birds haven't migrated here already? Who knows? But- I want to see that crew that's attending the underground finch singing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Imagine getting busted having to go to jail. And you're like, oh, what are you in here for? Uh, finch singing competition. <laughs> uh, did you see is brought to you by Dr. Hugh McDougall. Dentistry, by the way. Do you guys see this lady uh, in England, She or the United Kingdom, she made a TikTok about 
having a baby in the U.S. I guess she was over here and had to deliver the baby here mm-hmm. in England or the United Kingdom. If you have a baby, it's just all covered by like tax dollars. She showed her bill. Guess how much her bill was for having the baby over here with no insurance? Um, was it a normal delivery? Yeah, or was it Any a C-section? Complications? No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not her I'm OBGYN, go, but I guess it was normal. I would go 120. Oh, without without insurance, mm-hmm. 60. Actually, $69,000. Well, she would know. She's had a kid. Yeah, so have you. Still, still a lot of money. <laughs> well, not personally. Still a, a big chunk of change, I guess. That, I, I guess mean, $70,000 yeah, to have a to baby have a seems a wow. little ridiculous to me. It is a little ridiculous. So she has to pay that. I reckon. I don't know. Didn't your, maybe you don't want to tell the story, but didn't your dad? I don't mind telling it. All right. But, um, so listen to this story. It's amazing. My uh, dad had a heart attack. Had to go to the hospital and all that. He didn't. He was in between insurance at the time for whatever reason. He happened to know the hospital um, administrator, so they just wiped the bill clean. What? He just said, "I'm not going to pay it." So they just said, "All right." I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> no, me <laughs> either. Me like, I need to start doing that everywhere I go, like to yeah. dinner and stuff like that. When they bring the bill, like, oh, I ain't paying this. Well, you used to invoke that. I remember that you got some late fees for paying rent late. And then they sent you the bill for that. And then what did you say? Well, they called me and they were like, hey, your rent was late. We're going to have to charge you a, like a $75 late fee. And I said, well, I ain't going to pay that. They said, well, sir, no, you have to. I said, well, I ain't. <laughs> and they just dropped it. And they just went away. <laughs> That's the strategy. 98.5 The Bull Weather from Chief Meteorologist Travis Meyer and the News on 6 